0: guys so
1: in that's all right. That's okay. It's all right. It's minus the elbow.
0: You want to smack your elbow one more time. No so- Hello and welcome to episode 92 <laughs> of the Nine to Go cast. At least I got that one right. You know, <sighs> In
1: all podcasts, I feel like I listen to so many people record, and this happens. Where
0: well, they forget, like you forget. To, or they lose or it. Or you lose it We've somehow. lost an it's episode corrupted. before exactly. a long it's time corrupted. ago, but
1: it was... Yeah, so uh, what you folks may have missed is that we <laughs> had probably been re- thinking we were recording for the last about 15 minutes or so. 15 minutes or so.
0: I just looked down, and I'm like, why don't I have my timer? Because there's, there's a thing that, yeah. that I get to... T-
1: but you know what? In all honesty, we didn't get to the end, though. We didn't get to the we end. Didn't to we the didn't end. do this
0: for an hour and then keep exactly.
1: going. Exactly. Um, I can still bring the same energy. I can bring it back. And you know what? <laughs> Let's just get it.
0: Going. Uh, hey, we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about God of War Ragnarok. I nailed it that time. We're going to talk about Thor uh, Love and Thunder. Oh! We're going to talk about Miss Marvel. Yep. Um a lot of other things. I don't know. My brains, I've, I'm, I'm all yeah, mush now, now, now because it got just, all screwed yeah. up. Now but first, just, we need to recap Sam's trip down the Missouri River. Missouri, misery. Was it a Missouri? Missouri. I, you or, could call at, it at a points, river. Point. <laughs> so. Sam, you canoed from basically Kansas City to or to um, Kansas Saint, City to St. Louis. Yeah. Technically, it was. I don't know. Call point. Call point. To St. Charles. Charles. Yep.
1: Three hundred and forty. Three hundred and
0: forty. Your finish time was what seventy six hours. Seventy six hours. Um, we, I got,
1: in our division. This is perfect. I we got right? Fortieth place. It couldn't have been. When any you better. said
0: that, I'm like, okay. You got your your number was forty forty. Your whole team was doing we this for forty. 40. Our
1: name was our team name was forty for three forty.
0: And and when you said in our division we finished in fortieth, I went. I mean that. I mean, that's can it be
1: any better? Destiny. Could it be any better? Sam,
0: how was the trip?
1: again it was as, as again it was an experience <laughs> was so it? to kind of like let's just sum up like my friend and i justin the guy you know friend of the show we've, we've talked about, time, it, yeah, before. We talked about so it before so we we did a race before called the shootout which is caught point to lexington which is 51 miles so we had a different boat for that one so the belt that we have i have named frank yes the and tank because it is 90 pounds and after completing that race spirit completely completely broken I was just like, "There's no way I'm doing this." This is what I told my wife. She said she looked at me. My friend Justin looked at me and just saw that, like, he's broken.
0: I remember talking to you afterwards, and you were like, "Man, it was rough." Yeah. But it was like, I never, I will say, I never got that feel from you. Like you were like, "I'm not doing this." Yeah. You just seemed very. Ooh, man, that was a long day.
1: <laughs> well, exactly. And, you know, it's one of those things. So you, when you do something difficult, but yet you complete it, which we did. We completed right, right, the right. shootout, and you complete it, it still feels good. You still get a little you bit of, like, something. you're like, yeah, you're like, dude, I did something that I've never done before. I've never floated 51 miles in a day. right? And I was like, that's an achievement. And we had a bad situations for as far as, like, the boat we were using. The wind was in our face the entire time during that first race. And I was just like, that sucked. And then, as we got done, and I, you know, it was like, you know, actually, the next day, um, while well, Justin and I are like chit-chatting about stuff, and we're talking about, you know, well, if we can get a better boat, if we can do some different things, maybe get a skirt on the boat, which covers. Reevaluate. If we reevaluate, maybe we can do it. And after my friend had left, my wife looked at me and said, "You know, it sure doesn't sound like you're not doing the three <laughs> Ten
0: minutes ago, it sounded yeah, like you it. You sounded like you were <laughs>
1: defeated. You're not doing it. There's no way this is going to happen. And then. My friend, he had floors installed by a a gentleman uh, who had done the race multiple times. This guy's in his 70s. This guy has, he's he's won it multiple times. This year, he completed it in 44 hours with his partner.
0: Dude, you know, what was it? Like the end of the second day, I checked went to go check to see where you guys were. And I went, does that say somebody's already at St. Charles? How the fuck do you get all the way? Like, I couldn't, I can't stay up. 24 hours anymore i struggle with that doing it when you're being physically active like that non-stop i would have crashed oh, okay. like way early
1: well and so that was kind of the thing is this guy's done it so many times and like when we knew we needed a new vessel he was ta- chatting with my you know friend justin he's like he's got a boat that we can maybe borrow the boat's name is jackie it's a Wanoa canoe that was 30 pounds 32 pounds wait wait less quite a bit less than with we with had. both of you and that and, and a
0: cooler, I yeah. think you said. You're you at half the weight, I feel like. Exactly. <laughs> sure. Well, and we, you know,
1: with this longer race, there are boat ramp check-ins, boat check-ins basically throughout the way that you will stop, you'll restock, and then you'll go. So you're like, I'm not bringing a whole big cooler right. that I'm keeping multiple drinks you, in.
0: Who posted the picture? Was It was like, this is all my stuff for the canoe trip. And it was like a mound of stuff. And yeah. I'm like... Sam's not taking all that on the connection. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. that
1: was what I was packing for the vehicle and like the the ground crew and everything for Justin's wife. Yep, for Justin. Justin's, Justin's wife been everything. Justin and his wife have been on the show before. Yep,
0: they have years ago. at This yep. point, but so yeah. I Anyways, think,
1: I think he was on the show after he. I don't know if he won the Thunder Games yeah. one year, and that was the year yep. that he was on.
0: So, so Brent, you know, Brent wouldn't come on the show after he won, but you know what whatever. a chump.
1: So, uh, yeah. so it was one of those things that you know once we kind of got the factors. In situated, we were like, you know what? We've got a a new boat that's like going to be so much better. I think we do it. And then we talked about, like, are we going to put a rudder on this boat, which we really wanted to, but it was just cost prohibitive. It was going to be $350 to get a rudder and place it on this boat. Just for one race. For one race. And (laughs) it was like, man, do we do it? Do we not do it? And, you know, I kind of waxed and waned and I was like, you know what? If we're going to do this and I want the best possible chance of doing it, let's do it. Let's get a, a put a rudder on this. Let's make it the best you know, the situation for us to complete this race. Cause that's the goal. That's Your the goal, goal isn't to win. No. Your goal
0: is to complete it. To, I wanted to, to sh- accomplish something that
1: I could do it, that right. I could get through it and, you know, make it happen. And I was like, I think that's what we're going to need. So Justin, you know, he, God bless him, man. He worked on the boat to make sure we he got the rudder ordered. There were people that he knew that could come in and place put the rudder on for him. He moved one of the like little struts, basically, in the boat to make it more comfortable because it's foot pedals that you right. press basically to move the ru- the boat rudder one way or another, and that kind of helps direct it in the water. Um, and how then, deep
0: was it most of your trip?
1: I don't know. I I read in you know certain parts of it. It's very you know it's like extremely deep, but I don't know how. Deep right. exactly and it was one of those things that like you know we're in the middle of the river kind of where the channels are and it's like we're not touching there like no, you can go, no, over, no here, at go all. over and so you know once we hit the river on the day of um, we got that boat out there and now mind you this is the first time him and I have been in it his, him and his dad got in it to make sure that it was floatable like it wasn't going to sink and that it would you know stay stay afloat
0: 10 and to 20 he, feet deep is what Google says. is that what he's saying? Yeah.
1: Okay. So we, the first time we had ever been in that boat together was the beginning of the race. Wow. So you didn't even get an opportunity just to go sit in it somewhere. We, we took the boat down there the day before and you kind of got to go in, turn your waivers in, go through these checkpoints, um, where they kind of like, okay, turn in your waiver. They're going to set you up for this app called race out to make sure that you can check in at each point. And thankfully
0: you guys checked in the
1: whole way. Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) And then, you know, get your shirt and all that type of stuff. So we dropped our boat there, and we had talked about going on on the river then, but he was just like, it's too hot right now. He's like, I just, I don't want to. I want to get back home. Like, they had just driven up from, you know, Ozark, right. and he, they were just like, we just want to get back to the hotel, relax before the night before. I was like, that's fine. We'll figure it out tomorrow, and we'll just, worst-case scenario, it sinks, and we don't complete it. There you go. There you go. We get it on the water. <clears throat> we get out in there, and just the first two strokes, I was like, this is night and day a thousand times different than frank
0: so so if you could tell from the first two strokes how did you feel when you hit lexington the 51 miles that you had done in the previous race
1: amazing like it didn't i was like we are already there i was like are you joking because you know when we were paddling with frank you know there was at one point where you're kind of going along and i don't know the missouri river and you're like is that it because like he you know for the shootout race, it's like you park a, a vehicle at the beginning and you park a vehicle at the end because you're taking your boat out there right. and you're driving it home. Um, and so my wife had you know, parked her vehicle there to basically pick up the boat and they had left theirs up at the, um, the call point area. And so we kind of knew what it looked like. She's, he's like, I kind of remember what this looks like it's because we had driven here and left a vehicle. And so when we were in Frank and we were paddling down the river, he's like, I think we're almost there. And then we had to go around another bin, and then there was a bridge, and then there was the boat ramp, and we're like, there it is. When we um, were doing this race, the MR340, we did stop at one point along the way to restock because we've right. got much le- like fewer supplies on our boat. We right. had two very long term, um, not exactly, short. Two very compact um, uh, styrofoam coolers one for me, one for him. We've got our water, and that's about it. Right, like and, and the oars right. and everything. Because right. we're like, yeah, we want as little weight on this thing as possible. So as we're, you know, we checked in at um, Napoleon, switched out our stuff. I mean, and this is like pit stop type stuff, like NASCAR. Right. In and out. I mean, you were uh, pulling up. His wife was down there with the wagon. We switched, swapped out stuff, hopped back in the boat, and we were back in. We were probably like a minute or two. Right. And then we're off. And we're going. Were and, there people at that point that were already stopping oh. to... No, 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 because that first day is the day that you have to stay ahead of the Reaper boat that okay. knocks you off, and you have to make it to Miami at gotcha. least by 9 p.m. that night. And if you don't make it to Miami by 9 p.m., you're, you're out of the race. And at, so, at any point, did you guys feel like you had to worry about that? That first day. That just first, the first day thing? was just like, we knew it was, a lot of people had said on different forums and stuff, this is the most challenging day because it's the day that the Reaper moves the fastest. It moves about five miles per hour, but you got to stay above that five miles per hour Basically, for the the, the distance of, I think it was about 90 miles or so. Okay. And so, hold on. I think it was 105 miles because we actually settled at Miami that first day. And so, it was like, we know we had to make it these many miles in that day to get to the checkpoint. Otherwise, we are going to be axed, basically. So, we're like, okay, we've got to make it. You know, we've got to get to the point. Um, And then, you know, as we're going along, we, you know, got through the first, like, boat check-in, got our stuff switched out, headed down. When we started seeing things that looked similar to Lexington, I was like, that's, that's Lexington again. And I was like, and we're (laughs) We're already, already (laughs) we are already there. And I was like, this is amazing. This is great. Like we're already there and I feel completely fine. Um, one of my biggest concerns after the shootout race is that my right shoulder was really bothering me. And I was like, is it
0: rotator cuff? You've been dealing with that for like yeah. six or seven months. It feels like it was
1: one of those things that was kind of just like a, like little tweak that I was just like, Oh man, I don't know how this is going to feel the day of the MR340. And it was fi- Fine. Not no So my issue. my biggest
0: thought every time I've thought about if I would do this or not would was my, my back and my mm-hmm. legs. Mm-hmm. I feel like my legs would start to throb after yeah. too long. I, I made a post in our group chat about how I feel like claustrophobia would stand in on yeah. like the lower half of my body. Yeah. And Steve was like, I totally envision you just bailing in the middle of the boat into the river. I'm like, I would. Yeah. I think at some point I would go, nope, hold on, and yeah. just jump in and be like, I can't do this. Well, and
1: I will say, so like, you know, with – Going with my friend Justin, he's a very uh, organized individual. And so, I mean, he like, you know, read books and looked over everything. He had a whole spreadsheet that basically he could put in times and say, hey, if we switch this up, how much faster are we going to get here or there? That's not me. I don't do that necessarily. You're very on on a whim type. I, exactly. I'm a little more spontaneous. I do like some organization of some sort, but I'm not to that level I do appreciate how much work he put into this because we the ability for us to switch things out, coordinate with his wife and everything, it wouldn't have been smooth. Right. I just know we would we would have had a lot harder struggle that first day. You know, if we hadn't had kind of like an idea in our head of like, what do we need to paddle at? Where do we need to get to? Right. You know, switching out. Where is the best place to switch out on the boat ramp and everything? And just understanding that stuff before we started the race. Um, now, one of the other friends of the show, Steve, has said that he's going to do it next year. Right. And so, you know, Justin kind of put together a little list of like, here's things that I recommend for nice. you. Nice. <laughs> and I definitely, if anybody's ever considering it, do the shootout race.
0: Do just the shootout so race you
1: know just, just so you can see. Steve, Steve, do the shootout race first. Yeah, do the shootout race. And, which don't, is actually, and don't get a
0: tank of a boat. <laughs> no, which I think
1: he that's what he has. Oh, yeah. I think he has an old timer, basically. So it's one of those that it's like, do the shootout race because you can kind of get a feel for the distance because right. it's a long time in a boat. Hey, what would you think about next year? In his ground crew, if he does it, game. I already said I'm like, I'm not doing the race again, but <laughs> I did I'm, it. I'm done. Yeah, I'm more than happy to ground crew for people, right? Because you know, the thing that gets you with it is at some point your mind switches over to I'm just a machine. And I'm just, just do, paddling just along, exactly. And I'm just doing my thing. I don't really need to think about it too much. Like, yes, I'm going to hurt places. Like, funny enough, my left shoulder started hurting. <laughs> it wasn't and the right it, one. And, yeah, it and it was funny. just like a little pooling filling. And I was like, is this going to be a problem? Is it going to you know cause issues? And I mean, because we stopped at a uh, place in Herman, and a guy was in a sling, and he said his rotator cuff just blew out. And he's and he looked like he was a, looking a younger before he guy. started doing it, or no, while at, he was while he was doing it. And Damn. so he said, "So my shoulder blew out at wherever." So he's like, "So now I've been helping with the volunteer crews that you know do the boat cool. check-ins." So, but he had it in, and I was like, "Is this going to be me? Is my you know rotator cuff right. just going to like give, and that's going to be it?" I was like, "Have, have you been possible. back to work yet?"
0: No, not yet. On your first day, you to go. Hey, somebody throw me in the X-ray, and yeah. check out yeah. my <laughs> shit. <laughs> but now it's fine.
1: Well, and I was like, it was like every day brought a new pain. It was like <laughs> there. It was the shoulder, and then like you're
0: forty, Sam. Oh, yeah. This is a.
1: <laughs> it was the shoulder. And then, like the next day, or like say the next after the next check in, I'd be paddling and I'd be like, now it's my right elbow. Right. And then I'd be like, paddling along and I'd be like, now it's my left wrist. And then I'd be paddling along and I'd go, now it's a pinch in the middle of my back. And you know, it was just like something different every single All right, So I got, some, I got some questions. Okay. Did at any point you guys tip? Yeah. One time. One time. So we didn't. And the nice thing is, it was the best possible circumstance for tw- tipping because it, uh, it happened at night too. Oh, So here's how it went down. What day? uh, It was the third day. Okay. So third day, um, we were stopping in Washington, um, which we had talked to some people along the way, um, and they said, it's a tricky stop, from what I've heard. It's a tricky boat ramp, so just be aware of that. But that's kind of all about all the information we had. Now, before you even do the MR340, there's a safety video they have you watch that's about two hours long, at least the one that they did this year. How to exit safely, how to get back on Yeah, all that type of stuff. But they show you tricky ramps. This was one of them. And I said to Justin, I said, I think this is that ramp. Because what it is is the boat ramp kind of points upstream. So, like, you know, if you're going downstream, you're going with the current. Right Now, upstream is basically like if you were going against the current. And so the boat ramp was kind of pointing that way. And because of that, the current was really fast to try to get into it. Now, they had a little channel that was created, but it was blocked off by kind of like a landmass, basically. And you had to be able to know where to enter early. So as we're, like, we're approaching Washington, I was like, I think this is that, that ramp. And Justin's like, no, it's not. And I was like, I think it is. And he's like, it's not that ramp. And I was like, well, okay. So we're, he's like, what we're going to do is you were going to go down past it and we're going to turn upstream and then we're going to paddle, which is kind of how we approached a lot of the boat ramps. Even the ones that approach downstream was we go past it, turn around, kind of like paddle into it. And then at some point it creates what's called like an eddy, which is kind of right. like still water from the, the the object that is kind of like displacing the current. Um, and the, the currents change and it does kind of throw you off a little bit, but then you're in still water and you can paddle forward. No problem. Well, this one, I mean, it's, you could just tell, like we were just streaming past it. And I was like, oh man, this current is going quick. So we turned the boat around, we're paddling and paddling and paddling. And at some point, the current kind of pulled our boat to, over to the side and tipped us. Now, it looked to me that we were getting close to the point of like flipping completely. Right. I just jumped out. Right. I jumped out, Justin followed suit. And we both, like, I grabbed the front For, of the, To save the boat. To basically, save the boat, basically. Like, To save the boat. Because, <laughs> right. you know, like, a boat by itself can be heavy enough. A boat filled with water is yeah. another problem. I
0: got a story about that. <laughs> Go <And> ahead.
1: <laughs> we didn't lose an item. Nice. A single thing. Like, we had our oars, we had our lights, we had our waters. And the current was still, like, pulling us downstream. But the safety crew there was, like, on top of it. They were, like oh you know man overboard man overboard they have a light and they were shining it and they're like swim to the shore or swim to the shore and then there was a safety boat that they said hey you know get ready to go get them and stuff well we got over to the side you know with like in 10 or 20 seconds we got over to the side you know the current there was still um we were able to get the boat out and everything and you know they were just like you guys did great they're like you, <laughs> you, guys, handled that, you guys did, did that great. excellently you know like it was you guys did right. fantastic at like getting it over there staying calm not, you know, panicking. And like at one point they were like, you're not even like breathing heavy. And I was like, well, I mean, I've tipped on a canoe before. It's right. not like the end of the world. It's not what you want. But I'm just glad that we didn't dump the canoe. Right. And then have like stuff going downstream that we were just like, that's probably gone. Yeah. We're probably out of luck. Yeah. And so once we were able to get it over there, the safety boat was kind enough to come over and load it up and then bring it up to the boat ramp for us. Um, was and- Casey standing there laughing at you guys? I don't know. I think Casey and Emily were maybe a little worried about okay <laughs> because it was a fast, it was definitely like very fast current at that point. And there was a, 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 a bridge down there that we had to make it to the side right. before we hit like the pillar basically.
0: Gotcha. So it's like,
1: we need to get down there before we hit that point or we might
0: be in trouble. So I'm going to deter off or yeah. tell my, my tipping in a canoe story. So Monica, within a month of moving down here or up here with, to be with me we went on a canoe trip, float trip with my work and it was down the Ozarks. I don't, it's whatever the most common float trip most people take down there. And there's this one, I think it's about halfway. It's a stop. Most people get and eat and there's your relax. And there's even like a, like a concession stand. That's like hand built looking thing where they sell water and stuff, but that's on the left side as you're going down. And then on the right side, is a wall of trees with no le- with just a flat ledge. And we were trying to, it was me and Monica. Monica can't swim. Oh, gosh. Keep this in mind. And the okay. river was rough that day. So, but we're, we're hitting and it. And one of the things about this particular area is it's, it goes up to here on me. It goes up to like almost my neck and I'm like six, one, six, two. So we're trying to go in and a dumbass that used to work at my business with me was trying to be funny because he was gonna go past us and make the next stop. And he kind of brushed us in a way that turned us. Yeah. And we lost control. Mm-hmm. And the canoe flipped, like the whole thing altogether flipped. Monica came up freaking out, but there was like a huge, multiple branches hanging down. And I yelled at her to grab the branch. And she held on to it. And some of the people we knew swam out and grabbed her and pulled her back in. I turn and the canoe is on its upside down floating at me. And I don't know what to do. And I literally, and this, this goes back to you always trying to knock me over. I planted my feet. Oh, my God. And this thing hit me. And I sat there and held this thing yeah. with the water. And it was flipped to where the water was going into the boat. Yeah. It wasn't moving. And I was like, and everybody's like, help him. And I'm like, get Monica, leave me the hell alone. And like, cause everyone's trying to come for me and I'm like, get her. And then once I was like, once she's gone, help me. But I stood there for probably a good two full minutes oh holding this canoe <laughs> sideways. And like, we pulled it off to the side and I just, I got up there and I was like, they're like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm really not. <laughs> because yeah. I took a shot. When yeah. it hit me. And then it was like, I, I literally felt like I was playing football again. And I was just, I had my feet spread and I was trying to stop a lineman from getting through oh, me for sure. and I was just holding the boat. And I was like, this sucks. Well, this sucks hard core. And fluid
1: dynamics and things like that too. You know, you've got like, you've got a boat that's already weighs some certain amount, but you've got water in that and it's coming at you even at like a slower speed. You know, you add up like the physics of it, you know, of like how much it's hitting you and how much weight you're pushing it. And it's just like, who, doggy. Okay.
0: Another question. Did you have any bad experiences
1: with other people floating? Not at all. Not at all. Everybody on the river was uh, amazing like that's the thing is like you know we were we talked to so many people as we're floating along you know it's, hey how's it going is usually how it starts is this your first one you know and <laughs> right then, you know, a lot of people a lot we got a lot of yeses on those and then we also got a lot of like oh this is like my 13th one you know like this is this year it was it's um third 17th annual so this was the 17th annual and this one and some people them seven you know 13 times seven times three times you know and i i did ask i said what keeps you coming back and they're right. like the community, like Just there's all the like people. the community is amazing. And they're like, and where else, when else can you do something like this? Right, you know, float an entire river, kind of along the way, where you've got all these volunteer check ins and places to stop and people to chat with and meet new people and see different things and night floating, which I'd never experienced, but. It is an experience. That was tonight. gonna be one of my
0: questions. What was it like doing it at night?
1: Incredible, Man. incredible, and like very eerie as well. <laughs> so the first night, they talked about it. Um, whenever we were chit chatting with a lady that had done it thirteen times, she said the first night is awesome at nighttime because there are so many boats, and you at everybody's kind of still together. And it, well, right. and everybody has to have lights on their boat, and right. so you've got like a red light and a green light on the left and front, uh, right side of your boat. I can't remember which side they go on, and on the back you've got a white light. You know, just, just kind of mark your bow and your stern and all that type of stuff. And on that first night, you can see just, you know, lights down the river. And you're just kind of following along. I wonder them along. how cool that looks
0: from the road or from the yeah. side when you're just seeing all yeah. the...
1: Now, granted, the way she explained it to me, I kind of built it up in my head of like this. <laughs> she talked than... about it a trail of lights. Right. And I kind of had like a different thought in my head. But there's just... Kind of like that, that
0: scene words. from Tangled when they put all the...
1: Yeah. All it was, the, it was the, not that. All the like <laughs> all sky the, lanterns yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, just going through. Yeah, it was not that. But it was still cool. To see, like you know, boats kind of going down and being like, "Oh, look, yeah, we can kind of follow them and see where they're going." But we, while at the same time, while you're doing this at night, you can't see. Um, along the way, there are mile markers, and that's right. how you kind of have an idea of how long you've gone, and also where your next stop is, like what right. distance it's at, because the mile markers will say, "Hey, Washington is at mile marker 300," and so you kind of know, like roughly. Or I'm sorry, not it would be 100. Um, so I roughly know like. This is where I need to be whenever I'm getting to, you know, the small marker. There's channel crossing markers, so you kind of know, like, okay, the channel's on this side of the river, and so I'm going to stay here, but then once it comes over here, I'm going to go to the other side of the river to kind of stay in the channel, to kind of have the best flow as you're going along. Um, And you can't see those. You can't really make them out at all. unless you And we do, you do, are required to carry, like, a spotlight with you. And so you can kind of pop it up and shine it around, but unless you just happen to catch a glimpse of one, you don't know where these things are. So that was the first night. The second night... Um, we were planning on stopping at one destination called Cooper's landing. They said, Hey, they're having a party there. You know, that's like the place to stop to get food and beer. And, um, they're having like a little concert, you know, that they're putting on. And as like, Oh, that'd be kind of like a good, that was where we were planning on stopping. Um, and everybody we had talked to along the river was like, yeah, I'm stopping at Cooper's landing. We're like, cool. Well, his wife had driven ahead and she's like, there is not a single parking spot. That's not within at least a mile. Right. Like it's the, like the closest one's a mile from there. And she's like, and not only that, it's loud. And this is where we're we're in a bunk for the night. Right. And so she's like, I think we maybe need to, you guys need to go on to the next one. So we're like, looks like we're going to Hartsboro. Right. Which is 12 miles away, which when you think like driving, it's not bad. No. floating when you're going about six miles per hour, we've got two more hours to float. Right. And we've been floating for 13 hours already. So we were just kind of like,
0: oh, Okay. All right. So I got two more questions. Okay. One, there is a picture. I think it was the, I don't know if it was the second morning or the third morning where you were leaning on Justin oh, and yeah. you look shot. Yeah. Were you, or was that just you making that fun was of just the...
1: be me being me.
0: Okay. Cause I so, saw that picture yeah. and I went, Oh, Sam looks like he might be just nah. wear down. If that,
1: if, if, if that had been, I don't think that, I think that was in Hartsboro, I was I was actually fine. We had done okay. We had gone that extra miles like that night and everything. So, like, it was just like, oh, man, like, I just, we've had a long day on the river. And that second day, too, we were the only ones, like, not the only ones. There were other people at Hartsboro, but as far as, like, boats on the river that, like, going to the, from Cooper's Point there, right? it was us. There were no, there were no <laughs> lights to follow. And so like, and it that's was t- where it got creepy. <laughs> that's where it got kind of eerie because yeah, you're going along and it's just like extremely dark. Like I said, you can't see mile markers. You can't see channel markers. And as we're going, there was like a couple times where the river split and I'm like, what do we go left or do we go right? And I was like,
0: I'm not really sure you should have brought a speaker and like, listened to a true crime podcast that's while crime, you were exactly. doing it. Well, night. and that's actually,
1: you know, for anybody else doing in the future, that's one of the things that I'm like, man, if I did ever do it again, for some reason, um, a waterproof radio would yeah. have been excellent just to have a little bit of music or something, something while you're there, because it can definitely be when you're out there and you're like, I've been on, we're been on the river for two hours. We haven't seen a single soul. And you know, it's just like, you know, Justin and I talked a lot but at some point, you kind of just run out of topics, or you're just right. like, "I'm just too tired to talk and think," no. and so you're just kind of like, some background noise would be very nice to right. have had along the way.
0: Well, so so you just segued me into my last question. Okay. Um, in my lifetime, some of my best experiences, especially when it comes to connecting with people I know, has been when we had to spend an obnoxious amount of time yeah. doing things. How, how was this? Was this a Good for you and Justin, but you guys don't live to get near each no, other anymore. No, uh-uh. and you see each other sporadically throughout the year. Yeah. But how,
1: how was this for you and Justin as a like your friendship? Was it a good? You know, it's one of those funny things. Like, I would say for myself, like, we were Sam and Justin you know, like Sam's like, I, I would kind of say, I'm like, I said, I'm not as organized. There's a little bit more spontaneity to me, right. but that's always how I've been. Hey, let's Just, go to
0: the left because it looks darker. No. <laughs> where Justin's
1: like a little bit more organized and he likes kind of things like planned out and stuff. And so there were moments we definitely got tankers with each other and kind of like a little crabby and everything. Right. But I'm like, it didn't make me be like, I could never hang out with this guy. Again. Right. Like, I don't want to see him. Like I was done. And I was like, yeah, like that was fun. Like, next time i can't wait to hang out again and just chat with you and like it's cool that we've had this experience together right um so i don't really think it put any strain on it at least that's speaking and i, didn't, my I side. didn't
0: even quite mean strain i meant more yeah. was like was this a good like a bonding tick thing for like on the on the list yeah. of things for you guys well, it's and... definitely
1: something like you know i have a fault of occasionally um i'm very independent in a way i'm falling off the map. Well, I have a way of just doing my own thing and just kind of not worrying about what other people are doing. And what I have found is that experiences that you enjoy with other people are usually better. Right. And like, you know, like whether it's going to see a movie or experiencing like going on a ride, like a bike ride or like a run that I like went on my, by myself. And I was like, oh, that was cool. Like I did that. Who else? You don't have anybody to talk to then. Right. And you're just like, well, I did that. But you don't have anybody that understands the experience like you did, unless right. somebody else were had to have completed the race at some point and could right. be like, oh, yeah, I know what that's like. Then you don't have anybody else. But I'm like, now Justin and I have that experience of being like, I know exactly what you're talking about when you're just like, oh, man, you remember this leg of the race when we were going to Herman and we saw the bridge and it was like we were paddling at it for an hour <laughs> and a half and it didn't seem <laughs> it like you got it any just closer. Stood there, like yeah, <laughs> and it's just like that sucked. And I'm like, dude, I can completely understand where you're coming from with that. And just like, you know, funny things that happened while we were on the river. One of my favorite one, my favorite thing. So, you know, Justin and I, um, pre- he prepared logically for it and everything like that. I had been working out, kind of, you know, trying to prepare myself for it. I had, had a friend that whenever I first signed up said, you know, I had a friend that did this and he didn't prepare at all. You know, he just did it. And he's like, it's like a mental game. So it's like, you know, you have that in your head of like, this is what it is. One of my favorite things that happened to us along the way that just like, just laugh, like it makes you laugh. So we are leaving Hartsboro after we had gone past Cooper's Landing and everything. And we've been on the river, the water for about an hour or so. And this boat comes alongside us. It's a guy on like a kayak type boat with um, pedals. So he's like a pedal kayak. And he goes, is this the yellow boat with people from Rogersville? And we're just kind of both like, kind of turn our head. And we're like, yeah, and he goes, my wife told me that, like, you know, you guys are, you know, one of you is from Rogersville, like, my, our wives have been talking, and we found out that, like, he'd gone to our high school with us, basically, <laughs> and we're just like, hey, that's cool, you know, like, and we got to talking and stuff, and he, he was in, like, kind of graduated, I can't remember if it was the exact same year, but he was in band with Justin and stuff like that, and he's like, I wasn't popular, my dad had, like, a construction business, so he's like, I worked for him a lot, so he's like, because I was like, I remember his name, Um, Patrick, and I won't say his last name just for things, but like, I remember I was like, and I was like, huh, I was like, that name doesn't ring a bell, like the full name and everything. But I was like, uh, I was like, it sounds familiar. I just can't. He's like, yeah, I wasn't popular. I had, you know, worked for my dad's company. Um, so, but this guy, uh, you know, pulls up on this kayak where he's just pedaling and he's like, yeah, he's like, I initially had signed up for this and then kind of felt like I wasn't going to do it. And then Saturday decided I was going to go ahead. Just on like Saturday. Just decided <laughs> Saturday. So he's like, I had told my wife Saturday, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do the MR340. And, had and he con- had never done it before. He'd never done it before. And he had contacted a guy about the boat he had in Memphis. And he's like, can I come and get it? And so the guy's like, yeah, they, he sold it. You know, he went and got it. They kind of met in a halfway point. Got it. You know, first time he'd been out on it on the river. Um, he's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, and then I just bought a bunch of watermelon. Like that's <laughs> like that's what I got, you know. Like that was his prep. Buy a that, boat, that get a his, bunch of watermelon. He got a bunch of watermelon. He's like, I dropped the kids off with the grandparents and did this. Uh, he didn't have pants for it. So like, you know, you got to imagine you're out on the river no shade yeah i
0: kept trying to see like every day there was a new picture of you guys and i was like what are they wearing because
1: (laughs) one of the things is like you keep all your exposed skin covered because it's like otherwise it's going to you're either going to have to do sunscreen every hour or you're going to have your you know all your skin covered exposed skins covered otherwise it's going to get cooked this guy didn't have pants and he had on some scrub pants somebody gave him that were too short uh, They're so too small. He had to cut them so that they would fit his legs and he lowered them down and had the most beet red legs oh my God. because somebody had seen him at the stop before and was like, you don't have pants. And he's like, oh no. He's like, I just been, you know, like going from point to point, you know, he's like, I bought a, bu- a bunch of watermelon uh, and then I stop at places and get food there. But so not only this guy, you know, pulls up, <laughs> not prepared whatsoever when we were done chatting, which we talked for about an hour he just just pedal right next to him. and off, off and away. And I looked at him up. He completed it in sixty eight hours. Damn. So I'm just like, so you know, for people that are like, man, could I do this? You could. Oh, and the, oh, I forgot the what, another great part with him too. As he's like showing us his boat, and we're talking about it. He's like, yeah. He's like, I got the pedals because he's like, I had to decide because I've got a torn rotator cuff on the left, but I've got a bum knee on the right. So he's like, so I've been taking vitamin I ibuprofen and Tylenol just kind of alternating and still this guy, not completely, <laughs> not, not training at all. No food, no preparation had like, uh, so he was assumed, right. And he was around your
0: guys's age, you guys' age.
1: And he was around right? our age. Exactly. And he was not a, he's like, That's he's hilarious. like, I'm way out of shape. You know, did it in, handily, with no problem whatsoever. Like, if he had decided to go, kind of go through the night, I'm like, he probably would have completed, in like, sub-50 if he decided not to sleep, you know? Like, he would have been, like, one of those That's who are just hilarious. like, how'd this guy do it? Which is just one of those, go to, you know, like, shows. you Anybody could do this. You do have to have maybe a little prep or at least a really good boat and just know that, like, the people that are completing it, like, at the crazy, ridiculous times, they're not sleeping. And right. a lot of the things that I read, like, people that will want to to win it they and will go the off of coffee of and sugar and stuff like the that the amount of people that were done by the third day oh it's not it i was like how
0: are there yeah. this many people
1: but they will go off of caffeine and then whenever the race starts back up they'll you know reintroduce that to kind of give them that little like jolt of energy and it's like you can do it you have to have a lot of determination right. and you the mental portion is just like you just got to keep going and it's like that first day we got about an hour ahead of the Reaper, and we were like, sweet. We're an hour ahead of the Reaper. We're feeling good. The next day, we got to the next checkpoint four hours ahead of the Reaper. The next day, we got to the next checkpoint nine hours ahead of the Reaper. So I was like, we were making you know, quite a right. bit of distance each time. And then finally, that last day when we had 40 miles to go, I'm like, dude, we've done 105 miles, 102 miles and 90. I was like, we can do 40. 40. Yeah, 40 is
0: nothing. 40s going to be for, 40s. The the tryout you guys did yeah. at the beginning of the, the thing. The thing
1: is, you just have to realize, too, kind of like the claustrophobic thing you were saying, you're just going to be on the river for long periods of time. Right. Like, And you have to be okay and, with being there for three to six hours. And to reiterate, because I don't
0: at this point remember if it was in the before I hit record or after I hit record, you guys finished in your division. Yeah. 40th. Yeah. Your t- you, your team name yeah, was 40, 40 for, for 340. 40, because you both n- turned 40 this year. Yep. And our number was 4040. 40. It was, was you couldn't have written serendip- a better story. Serendipity.
1: It was. It was fantastic. When we found, like, Justin came and he's like, we finished 40th. I was like, I don't even, I'm, <laughs> I'm happier about I'm that. Done.
0: I'm done. I will never do this again. That's yeah, the, That would like, be like, the good, hang your hat up on it. it and yep. Just be like, I'm done with it's it. It's perfect.
1: And actually, the funny thing is, my wife, after we got back, like, she showed up a little bit later to help ground crew on Thursday um and after like seeing like the experience she's like i think i might want to try to do this <laughs> you're like not with me i'll be your ground crew. I, that's what i told her i said i'll be happy to be your ground crew her and casey should do it next year. we actually joked about that hey, casey is like hell no <laughs> uh emily but like i was like well you and justin i was like you and justin can do it and me and casey will ground crew so I like, I'll be happy. Like it was a fun time, but I will say like these little towns you are going along the way. I'm like, I do like to explore. And like really the only thing I ever got to see was there's the tent. I'm off. I'm out. I'm just laying down going to bed. And
0: you're like, can we pull over and go check this place out? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like,
1: I know we, I just know we don't have the time. So it's like to be ground crew and be like, Oh sweet. I'm here two to three hours ahead of them. I can do a little exploring and then go down and, you know, get my team ready head off to the next point, hang out for a bit, you know, play on my phone, read a book, watch a movie. You know, two hours later, they're there. I was like, that wouldn't be so bad. Well, I'm proud of you,
0: thank both you. of you. It was it's it was awesome to watch and to follow along, and it was like one of those every time I saw an update from Casey or your wife, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm so proud of these guys. I would never do yeah. something this
1: stupid to me. Well, and thank you for the encouraging messages along the way. They I meant a lot.
0: Well, see, and I wasn't sure. I'm like, I don't even know. If, like, it, no. it was going through, but I no. didn't know if
1: uh, they. We got him, and like I would read, and when I saw that you would post something, I'd read it out loud, and Justin would be like, he <laughs> like Oh, he's like, That's so nice. So I was like, Yeah, just gave us that extra little push to kind good. Of keep going. Good.
0: Um, well, let's talk about something other than you for a minute. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, real quick, because I haven't
1: seen it yet. Yeah, uh, quick thoughts, non spoilerish thoughts yep. on Thor. I have a good way to sum it up it reminds you that these movies are for kids. <laughs> there you go. Which is disappointing to me right? because I feel like... um, Star Wars is for kids too. As we've talked about... No, it's true. As we've talked about um, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier kind of gave it like a little bit of a like, oh, oh. a little bit like you can kind of cater it a little bit towards adults in some ways or tell a story like that. This felt very childish to me. Yeah. So... But did
0: you like enjoy it at all? Or was it just kind of like, eh, I did it? It was. A, it was how, how did your did son it. like it? He
1: liked it. Good. He, yeah, he liked it. Because it was for kids. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, but I think the thing is that's interesting too. And I think it's starting to set in for him as well. It's like there's just a little bit of, he's like, so it's pretty much the villain comes up, they, you know, do something bad, and then they defeat him in the end. So it's like. That's the it's crux just, of everything. Exactly, and that's just kind of the thing is I think he's starting to just be like, he enjoys the ride, but he's just kind of like, it just doesn't change.
0: Right. Now, compared to Ms. Marvel, yeah, I so I give my quick thoughts. It had some, it had some moments where it was a little rough, but as a whole, I thought the entire season was well done. Um, the big main action sequence in the finale was a little fun thing to watch and stuff going on, and I think they set it up really good to do more things with her. We we talked about it last episode. I don't think they could have casted a perfect person. I agree to play this Completely. character throughout the whole s- season, especially the, the, the second show. half. Amazing. It was like watching her, just everything she was doing was the, yeah, you know, and then especially like the post credit scene, uh, the last one, apparently I, I read a thing about when she found out what was happening in it. She was like texting Kevin Feige, like, are you serious? This has really happened. Are we really doing this? This is like, like a big thing. Yeah. And so that's cute. Um, but as a whole, I thought it was one of the better shows they've done from start to finish.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like right there in the middle with a lot of the other ones. I, I feel like they tried to do too much. By the end it felt like it was trying to There was too just much. too much shoved into it of introducing a brand new superhero, a villain, a group, a a, a a a department of something. And I was just like, You're just doing you're just shoving and telling a backstory of like a family member and stuff too. It was too much. And I think that's where it lost me. Like everything. Just I, let it be a story. Like it
0: doesn't have to. You don't have to. Re- like you Like you said that last week. Was I, yeah. And I just
1: felt like it shoved stuff down my throat so much that I was just like, I don't care about these things because you're just you're trying to pack so much in. But I was like, and I like the character. Like I like, like you said, the gal that they cast for it. Fantastic. Yeah. I was like, this is like probably the best casting they've done. But I just feel like they are. Try, they're like they've got their um, outline of like, we've got to hit these notes. And I think it, I think that's the biggest fault that Marvel gets. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I think Marvel is starting to kind of show a little bit like you're trying to do a little too much by shoving so much into these things that it would benefit from slowing down just a tad. Right. And you know, a lot of people talk about phase four and kind of how they feel one way or another about it. And, I do feel like it's kind of just flailing around right now. Right. I'm just like, I don't really know what they're going for. I feel like there's definitely gonna be that big like reveal at some point where you're like, aha, like this has all been leading to this, but it's just become a little too much each time. We've talked a lot about
0: how um like especially you've said you thought, you know, DCEU should do a thing where they're not trying to do an overarching connected story, just let everybody do their own individual stories, which I agree with. Um do you think because of how interconnected they made everything in the first portion up to end game and how everything had an important part to play in that, to get to Infinity War and game. Do you think that shot them in a the foot when it little came bit. to this? Because now that's yeah. like, now it seems like, well, it doesn't seem like you're really doing anything, yeah. but you've shown me that this is how you do it. Why aren't you doing it?
1: Right. I think it's just, it's put them in a, a painted them into a corner a little bit that they know what they're doing. It's not like they're like, how are right. we getting out of this? They're like, we know what we're doing. But in this moment where you're you're just like kind of showing lots of different things, I'm just like, okay, but where are we ultimately going to? I just don't understand. And, you know, I think when they, with game and Thanos, like they introduced something that had never been done before and they did it very well. And so like the finality of that, it's kind of like when they have ended a show and then they kind of bring out like, um, a series from it, the show, they're like, hey, here's Cheers is over. Here's Frasier. Here's, you know, yeah, like, or like, Frasier was very, good I know, over. here's Joey, yeah. you know, and very, you're just, very good. And you're just kind better. of like, I don't really need this. And right. that's kind of where I'm at, where I'm just like, well, I mean, I know they're leading to something, but at this point they're just, they're giving me more of this. Like so, how much of that do characters? You, how much
0: of that do you think is um, also hard for the people to get into, or for them to successfully do because they're
1: not using a lot of mainstream characters that everybody mm. knows? I think it's one of those that, like, for me personally, it doesn't bug me because I'm like, sure, introduce somebody new, like that's I'm excited about that. But I know probably yeah for some of the harder core, or maybe not even the harder core, maybe the people that are a little bit more like i was in on endgame and i recognize these like bigger names like iron man and hulk and captain america like i knew these people because they're bigger known mcu characters um and now you are getting some of those side characters you're like who's this what's going on what's their thing i think they're gonna so
0: they've already what they alluded to about her and her genetics Mm -hmm. in the show i'll say that without giving away I think once they start incorporating that into it more and start bringing those properties in, I think it'll probably ramp back up a little bit more because, again, I think it's that, oh, well, of course we know who these people are. Like, we've we've had them around for forever. Now, as long as they utilize them okay and do it right, you know. I think they could have done the whole first season of Ms. Marvel where they completely remove the... Um, the djinn mm-hmm. altogether, Complete. yeah. I except agree. for maybe like
1: just in the backstory. And you yeah. could even have the... I just, I think sometimes that's what I feel like hurts a little bit as I feel like they've got to make the stakes so like world catastrophe. And I'm like, why? Why, <laughs> why every time? Just tell a smaller story. Right. Like don't go so big of like, well, mm-hmm. they want to bring the, the veil over here and it's going to destroy the world. And right. you're just like, uh, uh, well, you know, the Moon Knight, that was kind of the plan there too. I mean, they're right. taking all the souls and Loki, like they were kind of messing L- with the TVA L- and <laughs> Wanda, you know, like, I'm just like, they not, yeah. wasn't world, but it just seemed like they're trying to like, like, look at this catastrophe. Right. And it's like, maybe just go for like, just tell a story about the character yeah uh, and i'm like it's something that's more a little bit more personal adds to the mythos of the character right? and maybe the department of whatever it was you know that was kind of investigating supernatural beings or whatever i was like maybe that would have been the better people to kind of focus on right of kind of and to tell their stories in conjunction to kind of say here's a department that maybe we need to pay attention to but here's also miss marvel and then how does this like fit? because they kind of just threw them in like and I was like, "Who the hell are these exactly. people? Why are exactly.
0: they?" Like, I get that. The, Why they they could have just been the only bad guy, exactly. and they could have fleshed
1: them out way more and make it about that. Right. I don't know. And I think that's the kind of the thing is it just feels like a lot of dressing right now to kind of say okay, or window dressing to say this will all be important, but that's also just not right now. <laughs> but that's that's also kind of what I feel like is starting to kind of um, maybe cause some problems. Is I don't think people are as interested right now. So we may get properties down the line where people are like, wait, what's going on? Right. Because I didn't watch uh, Loki or I didn't watch Miss right. Marvel or I didn't watch this. So do I not understand what's going on now? Like, there, how are they going to deal with this if people aren't watching these properties? There was a,
0: there was a thing I saw that was um, was a meme and was like trudging through Miss Marvel just so that I understand what happens in the movies later. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like,
1: exactly. Well, and that's like, you know, Thor, Love and Thunder. You know, it I could be like, Yeah, it could be a standalone in it by itself. I feel like, but there are definitely some credit scenes that I'm like, okay, that's probably gonna be important later. If you haven't if you haven't seen this, then right. you know, I don't know if you're not gonna understand what's happening. So I don't
0: know. So in our in our last thing that I didn't record, I mistakenly said we were gonna talk about Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> because we were going to talk about Thor. But more importantly, we ended our last episode. with I asked you if you really thought God of War was going to release this year. And yeah. you were like very like, eh, I said, d- yes, yes with a question mark. Um, but... And then right afterwards, we got a release date. 11-9. Uh, we made it happen. We, we did it. We, guys. Made, we did it. It was we just us. It. it was all yeah. us. Now, I'm still reiterating that until I'm told the game has gone gold and I own it and it's in my possession, <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm not. still gonna apparently you owe brent 100 bucks or something yeah i don't don't know where that
0: that came from i actually was worried that i made that bet and i started scouring through every (laughs) message i had like i our group text i went through my messages with brent and i'm like i thought we made a joke about maybe if like if it did come out he would buy the game if it didn't or like vice versa we would buy each other the game but i didn't say no shit about no hundred bucks i don't know where he got that from um but so do you still think is I, your is your yes now? My yes, yes? is yes. It's yes. Yes, it's it
1: coming out. I think they've had a plan this entire time, and they're just like, we got to meet these points of like, you know, we want to be able to kind of like lead up to it and have that very uh, like crescendo of like excitement and everything that comes right. with it.
0: Well, see, and I partly blame Jason Schreier for this because you know he's a dick, but it, more <laughs> because. He kept him and the he's other, he's definitely not going to listen to our podcast yeah, now. Him and the other rumor mongers for clickbait were like, There's going to be a say to play, there's going to do this, That's is going to happen. And it was none of it was ever planned. And like, even Corey Borlaug came out and was like, Hey, guys, we will tell you when we can. If it was okay. up to me, I would tell everybody everything right this minute, but I can't
1: for sure. So, like, Sony has plans patient. for saying, like, Hey, this is how they, we everybody were does, like, they, they spend
0: millions of dollars on this shit they're not gonna just oh well i guess they want to stay to play throw one together real quick i watched a thing um god i think it was before ghost of tsushima State of play or something where there was a thing that was talking about how it takes them like three months to put a state of play together because they plan the date they start getting footage together they get voice actors in to do over stuff they get music composed and then and then they have to hope that the studio keeps doing what they're doing and then that's why it's only announced like a week or two before because it's in flux up until that point. So it's just one of those yeah, game
1: developments hard. It is. And so I, I was excited. A, another variant out there. Monkey <laughs> you know, who? so yeah. a real, I mean like kind of laugh, but it's like, but it, there's a truth behind it. There, too. There like, is. This is happening too. Like all this is still happening.
0: So, um, but again, I'm still sticking with my old weight, but I am excited because yeah. it's kind of more of a, Okay, hey, there's
1: a date now. How funny would it be? All if it Came the, out and got like fives. Five oh, s- people are like, they, I'm worried about it. Just they be- went for a you know like a dunk and they totally flubbed it or something. But you know what? I, Kredo, I don't, Kratos decided. Here I will and I and I will.
0: I've already stuck this flagpole in. I don't think it's going to win game of the year. I think Elden Ring was too big. Oh yeah. I don't. I, I don't think Elden you Ring. can surmount what Elden Ring yeah. did. Um, partly because it's multi platform. It's on everything, and it's souls souls likes are just huge especially Mm -hmm. right now and you're talking about a playstation exclusive Mm -hmm. i mean i i can't see or fathom a world where it is so goddamn good it surmounts elden ring now i'm not saying it's completely impossible
1: i'm just saying on a scale of like yeah elden ring lit the world on fire it did and i think that's the thing is when it comes down to like what's what 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 did that? It was a String, and I right. don't know that anybody else is going to see anything else. No uh, matter how good God of War is, too, which right. I'm, I'm sure it'll be like phenomenal. Like That's kind right. of the thing. It's going to make my PS4 take off. But. <laughs> <laughs> Get your PS5 before then. Uh, please give me a slimmer design. And then oh,
0: we'll I, I read it. A, So I read a thing about that. They don't expect there to be one for another two years. It'll just be two years then. Thank <laughs> goodness going to
1: still keep releasing on PS4. Um,
0: well, they said that this will be the last game released on PS4. I'll believe it when I see it. Well, you. again, yeah, there's that. There's
1: that I'll believe it yeah. when I see it thing. Um, the, what did they so, say? We believe in generations. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'll believe that. Yeah.
0: When I... So I will say I did something. I wasn't going to. I. I you bought me a PS5. I did not. <laughs> if I bought you one, would you play it?
1: Oh yeah, you wouldn't go. I Sorry, would. still ugly. I don't want. No, it. I, I, come on, let's let's be realistic here. Yes, absolutely. Look, I'm serious up to a point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I just would comment on
0: how ugly it was all the time. God, this thing's so ugly. Yeah. Um, so they announced the special editions. Mm-hmm. I had capped that I was like, I was so, when they announced them, because it comes with the Mjolnir, it comes with dice, it comes with like the wooden statues and the steel book and all this other stuff. I had talked to Dave and Dave was like, I just want the steel book. I was like, I want to pay, I'm going to pay for the game anyways. Like if my paying for the game goes towards your buying the whatever, I was like, all right, well that's 60 bucks towards a special edition. And I'm like, and I'm already... Was putting, this before you knew the price? Or? This was before I knew the price. Okay. So, and I was like, plus I was going to pay 70 bucks okay. for the PS5 version. So you already have a hundred some dollars. So I was like, how much more am I willing to spend on top of the 70? Because him giving me whatever is, I was like, I'll give you the PS4 code and the steelbook. It's yours. I keep the rest. And he was like, I'll do it. I don't care. So I'm like, all right. So in my head, I'm like, I was like, I will not go over $200. I just won't. It was like the, the figure I put on it in my head. And so then they release these two versions, or they show the versions, and they're cool looking. They are very cool looking. Um, oddly enough, I'm more interested about the dice than I am the like the mm. mjolnir. is obviously cool looking, but the dice that come with it. Um, but so they announced it, but they didn't give it a price. And then a week later, it was two thirty for the collector's edition, and then two sixty nine for the oh, jotunir edition is yeah. what it was called. Jeez. so i was like nope not doing it so a buddy of mine calls me and goes did you see these do you see how expensive they're? i was like yeah i don't that's beyond my price thing he goes "GameStop's letting you pre-order it for 25 bucks and i went like that's all they went down and he goes yeah and i'm like let the bad decisions be made so i'm like so I started thinking about it. And I told Monica, I was like, about, I told, and I said, this was the first thing I said to my wife. I was like, they priced me out of the
1: thing. Right. And she goes, why? I've got plenty of plasma in my body. <laughs> right. So.
0: She goes, she goes, what do you mean they priced you out of it? And I said, it's $270. She, and my wife's always like, I don't do enough things for myself. I do too much for everybody else. And mm. you should just get it. And I'm like, I'm not spending $270 on this thing. But then I'm like, after I talked to them, I'm like, you know, you put 25 down. And then like every week or every other week put another 25 down right like every paycheck payments just like because that's that's the good thing about pre-ordering shit through GameStop is they only want like that's what i did with the ps5 they only wanted 100 down and i got in literally like an hour after they put them up live i put 100 bucks down on the ps5 and then i had like almost a year to pay it off that was easy like to just go up there and hell here's a little bit here's a little bit here's a little bit and so I'm like here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go up there and see if I can get one. I'll put 25 down and then I'll keep putting money down and thinking about it. And if at some point I feel like this just isn't worth it, I've just got the money sitting there and I've got it reserved. At most, I'll sell it to somebody. You know, at least I cancel it and I keep the money. Yeah. No harm, no foul. Yeah. I'll tell you, I almost so I went up there and I did it and I paid the $25 to get it reserved. That evening, I almost went back up there and got another one because there were people buying them for a thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! And Monica was like, I'll go up there, and pre-order one. <laughs> like, uh, I'll put another 25 yeah. down, and then go, Who was this? It? The 269 one, this is the 269 one. Jeez. and I'm like, People were paying a thousand dollars online okay. for a pre order for it, and I was like, That's nuts. I mean, I go up there and pre order one more with Monica. Did you do it? No.
1: Okay. I I have like a morality issue with that kind I, of stuff. I get you. No, I appreciate that. I think that's actually pretty uh, pretty a good thing to kind of hold to is say you know what like right. let's not upcharge all this stuff.
0: Well, already... if you think about like my success rate at buying next gen consoles has yeah. been unreal, and I have thought about mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah. And I'm just like, it just seems so scummy. Yeah. Hey. I got a PS5, or I have an Xbox Series X. It's yours for $800. Yeah. Why am I making you pay $800? I didn't pay $800. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Well, and just looking at this, when does it come out?
0: It comes out November 9th. Or no, November 8th. And apparently, there was a leaked image before, or afterwards, an image that was leaked that apparently it had the release date. They were toying with releasing it when Starfield was supposed to release. Yeah, I've heard it. And I was like... That'd be a dick move. Yeah. It'd be funny, but it'd be a dick move. Well,
1: so all you need is seven weeks of donating plasma twice a week. <laughs> Which and... I can't
0: do. Oh, you can't do? So wow, you can wow, donate wow. plasma when you have diabetes, but you have to have your blood sugar under control. Wow.
1: Well, I was trying to help you out there, Fred.
0: And just so you know, you can donate plasma, and the first time you do it, like 900 to $1,100. First time? The first time you donate plasma, you can get almost $1,000. Well, shoot, there you go. I've already looked it up. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was joking with Monica. I'm like, I got
1: got ripped off. I, I donated plasma in college. Uh, and I think I made, well, yeah, I think that was also 30 years ago. I know. Right. It's true. <laughs> I made like 40 bucks the first time, but I have a prothrombin gene mutation. And so I kind of asked him about that. It's like a blood clotting disorder thing. So
0: Monica tells me this is going to get a little, it's not necessarily NSFW, but it might gross some people out. So a little trigger warning here. Don't worry. It's not going to gross me out. Uh, well, apparently people who don't have gallbladders, mm. they, they, there are agencies that will pay for your poop. Because they use it for people with defib, and there's something about because people you, with what defib,
1: you mean C diff
0: or C diff? Maybe okay. that was I don't know yeah. what it's called. Sorry, that's all right. Um, but apparently there's because your it's not because processed. It has the good bacteria. It has and everything, yeah, so it can be. S- yeah. So I was like man this week I'm gonna go donate plasma next week I'm gonna go shit in a bucket and the week after that I'll go do plasma yeah. again. I was like I'm just gonna fund, I'm over, gonna pay all our yeah, bills you like
1: move into like a really nice neighborhood I'm like what is going on and they're like, Sam you wouldn't believe it if I told you oh donating all my fluids I you know
0: what I mean if it'll pay my bills and I like if I got shit that's what I said to Monica, I was like if I got shit in a bucket once a week or once a
1: month just to pay yeah if that'll pay my mortgage done there you go <laughs> inflation I didn't know that I, I didn't know that about the gallbladder thing but yeah she goes
0: she was like she and then she went hardcore on the, like re- reading these websites about that's weird if you don't have a gallbladder specifically if you don't have a gallbladder and I was like huh well damn that's, that's there's all crazy. sorts of things out there right well sir it was good seeing
1: you yeah it's good seeing you too um eight more eight more after this week I ate more eight more it's it's wild um, how did we get here
0: can you believe it? I have a topic I want to talk to you about next week. Okay. Or next next episode. I'll give you a little, let it th- sink in for you. How do you, how do, oh, you, I'll say you. How do you deal with people who have had, in the entertainment industry, I guess I would say, who have had an impact on you, mm-hmm. music, acting, video games, anything. How do you deal with people like that that turned out to be horrible people and still enjoy. Yeah. There's a couple, there's couple a couple things things. There's a couple things in particular. And there's a reason I want to talk to you about it. That's a good question. Um, so there's I'll like two people in particular in my top of my head that sparked this, but I want to have a conversation with you about mm-hmm. that next week. Um, and plus I'm going to talk about, we'll talk about stray. Um, I'll, I'll also hopefully have seen Thor by then. I'll talk to my wife about seeing if we go. Yeah, see I, it tomorrow night. I am really excited to know what your take is on it. Did you like Ragnarok?
1: yeah i like i didn't like
0: ragnarok yeah i did i thought that i didn't like ragnarok it wasn't what everybody made it out to be i'll say that Interesting. much
1: does that make yeah. sense so, so I'll, I'll be curious to know what you think of this cool so. as always sir it's good seeing you it was good seeing you and everybody enjoy your games